What is cracking, everybody? And welcome to a very wonderful episode 279 of the Good Cracking Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Arnell Pearson, alongside the inevitable one, the man with a little bit of new lighting. It is Devin Brevin, the dude. How are you on this fine Saturday, sir? Hey, 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 hey. I'm doing good. Doing good. Woke up, uh, played some Pal World for a second. Um, then uh, I popped into some PUBG with uh with our man logan and uh-huh. him and i uh found out very quick how frustrating that game can be yeah, bad game bad game uh <laughs> I, I don't know dude that it's actually i hate to be that guy again but it's a lot better than it used to be yeah. it is oh god oh god no i mean yeah. I, I i obviously i'm being cheeky when i say bad game obviously it's not with how many people mm-hmm. played it um but oof <laughs> so, yeah no it was it was nice going back to like the roots of the battle royale you know mm-hmm. what i mean mm-hmm. um dude i played that game religious i was actually i i mean you you already know i i i fucking me me and shooter games you know what i mean very specific ones i just mm. i click i get that niche and i just go right yeah yeah, yeah. um that game on xbox when that came out, oh yeah, I, so many chicken dinners all the time. I even got my dad to play that game with me for fun. Like I got to a point where I was so confident in my ability, I would do duos with my dad. And he's the type of guy when he plays on a controller, he like flicks the stick to oh, like look right, around. Right, right, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And like I would just be like, hey. Get in the back of this buggy with me. You just shoot shit, and I'm gonna drive around everywhere. And he thought it was fucking awesome, right? So, <laughs> of course, right? So Logan and I were playing to gay today, and <laughs> to gay, to gay. I was, I was like, damn, y'all, shit, I mean, bro. Might as well be. Might as you well about be. it now, dog. <laughs> um, but uh, it was actually really fun. Uh, it the the gameplay is a lot more fluid. Mm-hmm. Um, they definitely revamped the textures. They fixed a lot of the frame rate issues to the game. And granted, we are playing on PC and video cards are substantially more powerful than they were when this game came out. You know, like this game came out in the 1080 era, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it was really fun. Uh, it, it's it's cool seeing how good they updated the sound in that game, like the the 3D spatial audio of the game and right. hearing everything and hearing like the the distance of it it's it was really good and since him and i play daisy a lot it was it was nice going into that so what made you just guys decide to like jump back into or you just kind of like oh dude let's check on pub g you're like for me a couple weeks ago i yeah i i came across a um a video on youtube randomly okay of how the game was running and it, and it said, looked it really said, cool. Said, they, they, and they have said. like a, they have like cities on the maps now, like full mm-hmm. ass cities mm-hmm. that have like crazy conveyor belts and like express trains you can take and like a bunch of different vehicles and weapons now and like different like you can get jammer backpacks so you can go out into the storm and not get hurt from it so you you can flank teams better. Yeah, uh, there's just so much added to the game. I was like. I gotta check this out, you know. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta check this out. So him and I are gonna play later again because we only played for like forty-five minutes. That yeah. was the video that you watched, like, like 
PUBG how to be cracked. Like, <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, so, like, truth be told, sometimes I just like I pick a video on YouTube and I just let them play through videos when I'm like chilling, you know? Sure. Yeah. yeah. And it came up and it was like check all this new stuff out and like it was too like australian dudes just fucking being dorks and uh oh was it oh was it switch i i couldn't i couldn't tell you i couldn't tell you who it was honestly it was a random video sorry i can't give credit for it but i was just like that's kind of cool that's kind of cool all right, I need to check this out. That's pretty much how it was, you know. Yeah, sure, sure. No, that, it's that's a free to play game too, so it's like I didn't have to. Yeah, buy no, it on no PC. shame, no shame. Kind of jumping back into yeah. it with you know no paywall, so like that's that's not yeah. bad at all. So yeah, okay, man. Well, I'm glad that you uh, you got your nostalgia going in, my my good mm-hmm. sir. Um, I had a little bit of nostalgia last night with DJ jumping back into Tekken for the first time in a long time. Yeah, and the watching. game extra tight. Uh, my getting ass whooped for the first like three fights like wholeheartedly getting my ass whooped uh was ra- was rough it was a rough time <laughs> yeah i know i like popped in i was like is ernell getting his ass beat yet <laughs> yeah dude, we, we laughed about it for a second it was uh it was it was it was fun dude i mean regardless of fight, it, yeah. t- it took me a little while to get warmed up to things but like we we did the thing you know, it was fun tekken tekken's back baby tekken's fucking back dude it feels good i don't know if i'm gonna yeah. be like on it religiously because i don't know if i i can't mm-hmm. decide if i like it more more than mortal Kombat. you know what i mean i can't quite I already know that I would like Mortal Kombat more, and I haven't bought Mortal Kombat yet. Mortal so Kombat. I'm not <laughs> Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. You know, so I, I, I'm not going to get taken. You know, and feel like okay. All right, we're chicken. past this. We're way past this. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> but we're not talking about Mortal Kombat today. We're talking about Take electric. It fucking chair reversing time again conquering the conqueror and much much more because this is the good Kraken podcast your choice for all the nerdy video game of pop media news reviews and discussions that you want to hear live every tuesday at 7 p.m and saturdays at 12 p.m if you're riding this wave you can head on over to our discord channel where you 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 can submit questions and topics to the show, get exclusive content, and soon have really access to episodes before they go live on podcasts and video services across the digital sea. Yerg. <laughs> it's like the old guy who's still just barely alive on the fire ship he's just like he's just like (laughs) (laughs) you just (laughs) but if you've emptied your pockets for the latest and greatest in entertainment that is totally fine you can watch us record this show live right here at twitch.tv slash good cracking show just like the cardboard king x machina ghost and our homie sparrow are doing if you have amazon prime you also have Twitch Prime, Devin. Prime Gaming. And we would love for you to give that to us <laughs> to help keep us pushing content out for all of you that are listening or watching at home. But you can also support us by going to our YouTube channel, clicking that beautiful bell and big red button, or by subscribing to our podcast channel by searching Good Kraken with an exclamation mark and leaving a review there. Review. Thank you, Devin. Um, we have... A captain's order, my good sir. Uh, actually, a couple captain's orders. Guys, um, so Twitch has made some slight changes or are going to make some slight changes, including the way that affiliates are paid out. 
on Twitch. So uh, we're here to let you guys know that uh, you can support us by subscribing uh, in a variety of different tiers here on twitch.tv slash goodcrackenshow. Um, if we hit 100 sub points, uh, we can do a, uh, a different payment plan there and get potentially paid more. So if you guys want to uh, to help us out, be able to afford, keep the lights on, uh, keep reviews coming in, uh, keep us playing games for you guys so we can let you know whether or not it's worth your damn time and money, um, please we suggest, uh, if you may, uh, subscribing at a different tier, a higher tier, because we get different points for higher tier ones. So thank you, guys. And uh, for all of yeah. you that are already subscribing, we love you. Thank you so much. If we get those 100 points, we will make a list of games that I've said that I will not buy, and we'll do a community <laughs> vote and make me buy one of those games to play for you guys on stream. Just saying it right now. We got some big things coming up in February. So if you guys do it. Mm will put me through pain <laughs> we do actually Devin, and that's a perfect segue because on february 5th ladies gentlemen ladies and thents we have the official 2024 that's right year three of good crack and is celebrating with 2024's very first good kraken fest that's right baby that is february 5th all the way to February 9th. We have a whole week of content that we're going to be doing for you guys uh, to celebrate our third year anniversary. We have a bunch of new stuff that we're going to be doing, uh, some new content, new things, new fucking wonderful fun stuff that you do not want to miss. So please, February 5th, that's right, Monday, February 5th. Come in, hang out with us, 7 p.m. Pacific time. We're going to be here for our first piece of content for our official new kickoff of the year of Good Kraken 2024. That's right, baby. Let's fucking go, Devin. Let's fucking. Oh yeah, you know what I'm yeah. Saying? Let's fucking go. Say it. Um, say say. Let's ex fucking go. Machina. Two heckin' months. Oh, two heckin' months. Ex Machina. Thank you so much. I, I, I will count you. that towards the hundo. The hundo. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. yeah we we have an all right amount of points. So just just keep it pushing. We love you guys. Thank you guys so much for supporting us here. Um, Devin, we have a little thing for the people at home that we haven't done in quite some time. My friend, good Kraken's evolved yeah, yeah, over the yeah, years. Yeah. We've done new things. We've tried new things. We've we've uh, we've curated our show, our content, if you will, uh, to uh, evolve and kind of like change over over the years. And something that we uh, we felt wouldn't quite fit the bill consistently um, is something that we're going to be putting in today. Devin, what do we have for the people at home? Guys, it's time to move with the motion of the ocean because mm. we got some little waves for you that's right baby little waves has returned and we are starting off uh letting you guys know little waves is uh, our little segment where we kind of go through some news beats for you guys the, the the most important news beats from the week um saturdays we lean way further into like the tv shows and movies so we're going to be covering that for you guys at home so bear with us here me and devin got a lot to fill you guys in firstly Vince McMahon, WWE founder, resigns amid sex trafficking allegations. Oh, fuck. <laughs> this comes from Samantha DeLoya over at CNN. The allegations came to light in a lawsuit filed by a former WWE staffer, Janelle Grant, who worked at the headquarters of the wrestling behemoth McMahon founded. McMahon had denied the allegations and said he is prepared to defend himself in court. 
But in a statement Friday, McMahon said that he has officially resigned. Reports that McMahon had paid out settlements to multiple women while serving as WWE CEO and chairman have been circulating since at least 2022. But the lawsuit filed by Grant Thursday sheds new light on the extent of McMahon's alleged misconduct. In the lawsuit, Grant alleged that McMahon dangled a job offer at WWE and later promotions in exchange for sex. Grant's lawsuit also alleges that McMahon trafficked her to other men inside and outside the company, including John uh, Laurinaitis, uh, don't really care, he's a piece of shit, um, who worked in the company's talent relations department and is also named as a defendant in the suit. So, Devin, I don't know if you were ever into wrestling shit when you were a kid. Uh, I'm sure you know well enough who The Rock and like Hulk Hogan are. And, you oh, know, these I, I know guys. who who Vince is. I know who yeah, that guy yeah, is. Yeah, 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 for sure. For I, sure. I'm not that big on wrestling, but mm-hmm. I have a mm-hmm. lot of friends who are very into it. Like, absolutely, very, very into it. Yes, and uh, yeah, th- this is wild, mm-hmm. and um, I can't say I'm surprised. Can't because say this I'm surprised. <laughs> this isn't the first time. Uh, Vince has been involved in skin. This is like an ongoing thing. I think this is just like probably one of the worst things he's done, but he is not a stranger from being a piece of shit. No, not at all. Uh, yeah, absolutely fucking give this man the guillotine. This piece of yeah. shit. Uh, again, like you said, who the fuck is surprised? Not us. Mm-hmm. Not us. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. <laughs> who yep. the thunk? And not it, me. It's like. It sucks because there is so much like controversy and scandals that surround most people involved in wrestling. Mm-hmm. And we see it a lot and hear mm-hmm. about it a lot. And, mm-hmm. and it goes from everything like terrible shit like this to terrible stuff like people just suffering from depression from it all, you know? Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, that this sucks. Yeah, fuck this guy. Fuck them mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, bury them beneath every arena, every single one. Mm-hmm. Put them into like 18 pieces, find 18 major cities and just put them underneath. You know what I'm saying? Or don't even give him that that honor. Just like feed him to the fucking sharks. <laughs> Same. Devin. With fucking lasers on their head. Sharks lasers. with the lasers. God damn. He said with the lasers. Devin, hit him with yeah. our next story. But the block is back on the case as Knives Out 3 will reportedly film this year. This is by Arizal Amin over at Collider. Good enough. Currently, very little is known about Knives Out 3, which has no other cast members announced except for Daniel Craig. However, back in October, Johnson told the rap that progress was being made on the sequel following the conclusion of the WGA strike, saying, quote, It's coming along. I obviously couldn't work during the strike. And now that it's over, I'm diving in full force. And so it's coming along. I've got the premise. I've got the setting. I've got what the movie is in my head. It's just a matter of writing the damn thing. Devin, quote. Are you fucking stoked for Knives Out 3? I am stoked. I am glad that Ryan Johnson has found his niche and Mm. his fucking thing, you Mm -hmm. know, after Mm -hmm. Star Wars. Because take it or leave it that that you know that movie had some cool parts that movie had some what the fuck are you doing parts you yeah, know what i yeah, mean yeah i know for sure for sure for sure Absolutely. but knives out has been great and uh daniel craig is a fucking gem of a human in my opinion so i'm just stoked to see more of that dude i'm i'm excited to see who they cast 
for the rest of this movie because each each Knives Out story so far has just been awesome, just the most phenomenal fucking castings ever. Dude. Yeah, I need Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Ooh, okay, all right, I see you, I see you. That'd be sick. That'd be sick. And Henry Cavill. Oh my god, if they got Henry Cavill in a fucking Knives Out story, are you fucking kidding me, dude? Oh, <laughs> that like, would go fucking crazy. Um, who else? Who else? Who else? Has Scarlett Johansson been in one yet? No, not yet. Not yeah, yet. she would be good. She would, she be, would good. be pretty good. I mean, like, yeah, there's definitely like an echelon of actor that I think that they're going to be able to kind of like move into because of the success of the prior two yeah. movies. I mean, the last movie was star studded cast all the way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, Daniel Craig is fucking a tier as shit. No, he's S tier. He's James Bond. Come on. Yeah. S tier. Yeah. Daniel Craig's S tier. Yeah. Um, ooh, um, uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson. Mm -hmm. Be good. That'd be fun. That'd be um, fun. uh, uh, Dwayne, Amelia the Clark, um, Amelia Clark. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Um, David Johnson. You know. Um, has I'm Anna Taylor-Joy been in, been in, I can't remember if no, she was in one yeah, yet. No, she hasn't. Um, I'm just naming good. Johnsons now. <laughs> I know, shut the fuck up. Dylan Johnson? Swaying uh, my pants, Johnson. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of hard Johnsons, though, Devin, uh, Dev Patel's Monkey Man gets a first trailer in April release date from Tyler, uh, excuse me, Taylor Lyles over at IGN. He says, in the new trailer, we see Patel playing the lead role. The film provides a fusion of action scenes akin to the John Wick films with some heavy inspiration from Hindu mythology, particularly the deity Hanuman, uh, who was described as a half man, half monkey. Patel's character was previously described as, quote, an unlikely hero who, who emerges from prison. Excuse me. Uh, let me back up. An unlikely hero who emerges from prison to take on a world enmeshed in corporate greed and eroding spiritual values, end quote. The YouTube description for the film's first trailer today reveals that Patel's character is on a quest to avenge his murdered mother. Uh, Monkey Man was first announced by Patel back in 2018. In 2021, it was reported that Netflix acquired the worldwide rights to the movie for $30 million, with an initial release date for some time in 2022. However, as the new trailer shows, Universal Pictures eventually acquired the rights with Jordan Peele and his production company Monkey Paw tied to the project. More interestingly, uh, Deadline reported that the switch from Netflix to Universal was due to Peele seeing the movie and felt that it warranted a theatrical release. Let's fucking go. Let's this movie fucking looks fucking go, amazing. Go. Oh my god, I, bro. <laughs> yeah, let's it, it is it is John Wick and Old Boy slammed together with the wrestling scene from Spider-Man Tobey Maguire. <laughs> <laughs> I got you for three minutes. <laughs> Bone size ready. <laughs> Dude, yeah, this, this movie looked fucking rad One, for a multitude of reasons. Never in my fucking life have I looked at Dev Patel and thought, wow, he'd make a great action hero. But this movie, I'm eating crow, dude, because he looks fucking extravagant in this. Like, yeah, every bit of me believes that he could like low key. Dude, be a he also got jacked. He got jacked. Yeah, dog, right? He got jacked. He shredded he like shredded. fucking cheese over here, bro. Oh my yeah. god, dude. I I can't wait. I actually can't wait. This movie. I honestly, just like how John Wick Four was one of my movies of the year last year, that I feel like this is gonna be like right up there. It, it's gonna be top five. I can say that confidently without a doubt just from the trailer oh i'm sure dude well and garrick pointed out an interesting detail too uh talking about how when we were when we were kind of like reminiscing this in uh the gk chat um you, talking about how dev patel has like 
talk verbatim how he doesn't want to be James Bond, even though a lot of people have kind of loosely fan casted him as that. And I can see his wanting to stray away from that because he wants to kind of play that role in his own sort of like written universe in this way. Um, mm-hmm. I think, I think it's awesome. I think that everything about this movie is sick from a perspective of, of, of showing some Hindu culture, um, mm-hmm. you know, and, and kind of like playing around with that in, in a high action setting. It's awesome. It's fucking awesome. I am really, really, really stoked uh, that this is happening. And I'm even really stoked that Jordan Peele is like, no, theatrical release and like he's getting heavily involved with it which depending on how this movie goes means that him and jordan peele might be working very closely together in the future yes because if you if you like impress somebody that much they go no full stop we gotta do something about this Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. then like someone of the caliber of jordan peele right like because i mean he's one of the biggest names in in you know theater and theatrical releases right right now you know what i mean like he's huge he's fucking huge yeah Yeah. um which honestly just thinking about that more and more and more like with jordan peele getting involved with this it it weirdly made me more excited for od as well (laughs) yeah i know right in in a weird way yeah just because of his writing you know Mm -hmm. yeah Um, man this this one's gonna be a good one i'm excited for but we're also mm -hmm. excited for some other stuff Devin. yeah uh, guys, Marvel's Thunderbolts reportedly eyeing Top Gun Maverick star Lewis Pullman to replace Steven Yen. This is by Adele Anchors Range. 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 Yeah. Range. 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 And over at IGN. Pullman, the son of actor Bill Pullman, delivered a memorable performance as Lieutenant Robert Bob Floyd in 2022's Top Gun Maverick. Other notable credits include uh, 2018 neo-noir thriller Bad Times at the El Royale. That movie rules, by the way. It's a good movie. Uh, The TV series Outer Range, and most recently Apple's Lessons in Chemistry opposite Marvel star Brie Larson. The role of Sentry became vacant after Yoon had to drop out of the Thunderbolts lineup due to scheduling conflicts because the movie got pushed from the 2024 release slate following a major reshuffle in the aftermath of the dual writers and actor strikes leaving Deadpool three is the only MC movie out this year. Oh, that movie is going to be so good. Uh, Sentry is perhaps the most dangerous and powerful superhero in the Marvel universe, but has not had much exposure outside of Marvel comics apart from appearing in a handful of mobile games like Marvel Puzzle Quest, Marvel Future Fight, and Marvel Snap. So it will be interesting to see the character come to life on the big screen. Straight up, I think he might kill it. And yeah, I think he might. Yeah. Um, Homeboy's got to get jacked. Homeboy's got to get real jacked. <laughs> I, I do. I do think it's interesting because uh, I, I love when Marvel picks actors that are not as well known and like gives them an opportunity to like super like big time shine in like a marvel role um we've seen it time and time again actors that get the marvel effect as we called it before where tom holland man yeah tom holland started there and look at how huge he is now Mm -hmm. and 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 having that opportunity i mean like not to say that lewis pullman isn't well known because he is known for you know a good a good handful of roles that he's done he's just not one of those actors that like you see and people immediately know who he is 
You know what I mean? Like he's one of those actors you kind of have to look at a picture like, oh, fuck, it's that guy. You know what I mean? And so like them picking him for this is going to do something really, really great where one is going to get a chance to like really put him on the map. Two is going to get a chance for him to like really, truly present his acting chops, because that's another thing that Marvel is very good at is giving people an opportunity to kind of like really make us know that they have the talent. And I mean, mm. even his character, like Top Gun Maverick was not one of the main characters. So like he, mm. he was one of these sort of like, not, he wasn't an extra. He was one of the characters for sure, but he was like one of the characters around the main characters. And so we didn't really get a whole, like a chance to really see like what he could do in that movie. And like other movies that he has played main roles in have been very, just not huge movies. And so I'm, I'm excited to kind of see like what he can do. With Sentry in the MCU, Devin, and we can we can talk about this dog. We can talk about this because we've only very briefly scraped the surface on this conversation. Sentry in the MCU, generally speaking, no matter who plays that role, is fucking exciting, right? Yeah. So Sentry, we know is going to be the villain in this movie. We we know at least for this movie, he's going to be the antagonistic force in the yes. comics. He swaps between the antagonistic force because he is somebody who struggles with mental health issues, which I'm stoked that they're doing more light on these kinds of characters ever since they started with like Moon Knight, you know, mm-hmm. right. Um, But essentially what happens is he breaks into a lab and he gets he is looking for a fix and he because he's a drug addict mm-hmm. in the comics and he injects himself with the super soldier serum a That's new right. variant of it yeah and i feel like this this movie specifically is going to be the the big start to the dark rain saga and i feel like sentry is going to be responsible for that I do hope this isn't a fucking one-off role. Sentry is a very important character within the comics at, sure, at, right. the, at the world level and the cosmic range too. Um, he has an entity within him. And I can't remember if it was because of the serum or if this was actually something that was a part of him before he injected himself. But uh, he has an entity called the Void. And it is the the reason why he's one of the most dangerous characters in Marvel Comics is because of the void specifically. The void can separate itself from Sentry and be its own force, and it can also take Sentry over. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, so the from what I under understand and remember, the void uh does pick him before it ha like this all happens because the void's been around for like centuries yeah. centuries the, vo- the void's been around it. centuries <laughs> Cent- yeah century century cent- centurion centurion no i'm saying <laughs> let's say like different names no no you lost it you, you tried yeah, too I know, hard i know i, I was reaching <laughs> too deep uh it will be interesting to see how they make that come to life generally speaking i mean like like you talked about with like the um them kind of like tinkering with um mental health a little bit more prevalently in the marvel mm. universe uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe, excuse me, uh, them having an opportunity to kind of like do this with a character that 
also pretty deeply suffers for some from some stuff is really, really cool because they handled it very nicely in Moon Knight. And I would hope that they would find a way to handle it even better in regards to Sentry mm. and, you know, talking about his addiction, talking about, you know, the, the, it, it, there's a lot that they can kind of like go down and into the deep and nitty gritty with. Um, and obviously we've talked about at length before too, having that representation of things like that is always really, really great, especially when it's in Marvel. Yeah, and honestly, I just I'm stoked to see more Red Guardian. Yeah, I know, dude. He's gonna be so good, <laughs> Dan Harbor. Love that you guy. know, and Florence Pugh again too. Oh. I know you're stoked about that. <laughs> my heart, man. My heart, man. I'm yeah. also I'm actually stoked oh, yeah. though to see. Um, and there's one final thing. I more U.S. agent. I want to see more. Oh US my agent. god! For fucking real, man. Honestly, yeah, like like. I know we had feelings about him like after like Falcon Winter Soldier, but like I like the more I thought about it, I was like, we fucking hated that guy. And what what better way to say he was written well than to make us all fucking hate that guy? (laughs) I'm going to be honest. He is going to be we're going to hate him in that movie. Oh, I'm so excited. And that's what we want, though, because U.S. agent is anti yeah. Uh, you know yeah captain america yes and he sucks and he is a big problem for heroes and massive the piece of shit dude i know yeah. it's, it's and i'm exciting. stoked for that he he's going to be the peacemaker but not as cool of suicide squad but yeah, for right. thunderbolts right, right, right. I'm, right. I'm calling it right now okay i see it man i see it dude yeah. well um we're also going to be seeing something again my good sir, uh, maybe uh, because Christopher, <laughs> Christopher Nolan's <laughs> Tenet is returning to movie theaters, including 70 millimeter IMAX screens. Uh, this comes from Ethan Shanfield over at Variety. Uh, it will return to movie theaters on 70 millimeter IMAX, IMAX, IMAX digital and 70 millimeter, excuse me, film screens for one week only, starting from February 23rd. The screenings held across the U.S. and in select international markets will be accompanied by exclusive footage of Dune Part 2, which debuts a week later on March 1st. Tickets for Tenet are on sale now. Nolan said in a statement, quote, seeing the way audiences responded to our large format presentations of Oppenheimer, I'm thrilled that Warner Brothers is giving audiences a chance to see Tenet the way it was intended to be seen on the largest IMAX and large format film screens. And I'm honored to have our movie warm up the film projectors for Dennis Villeneuve's jaw dropping Dune Part 2. One thing I'm super stoked about that. Okay, the fact that Christopher Nolan said Dune Part Two is jaw dropping. Oh. If he says it, it's gonna be so good. <laughs> like, like, be so like, good dude. I don't, I don't know if people understand that that quote right there in itself, right, has so much value to it, dude. It's, it's like, it's like when Stephen King says a book is good. You're kind of yeah. like, well, fuck, I guess that book is good. Goddamn. Like, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it, it's inherent, dude. This is, no. I don't know. This is interesting. This is interesting because I I, I feel mm-hmm. like it's it's cool because as you as we remember, Tenet dropped when the pandemic was in full swing. And yeah. so we didn't get to see that movie in theaters. We, we were kind mm-hmm. of, you know, really, really tied down to watching it at home, which was convenient. Uh, however, I, I'm sure we can both agree there were some stuff in Tenet that probably would have been better experienced in theaters. Um, I'm more so surprised that 
that we're making this happen. I mean, like, like it's cool. Like for all, I'm just shocked that they're actually doing it. You know what I mean? Um, I'm would like to say too, I would hope I'm kind of, I'm kind of hoping this might be like, kind of like, I don't know, putting my own expectations on it. How fucking cool would it be if you go and see this movie in theaters and it's changed? I'm just saying, I'm just saying, put some fucking Nolan going on here. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you go to see Tenet in theaters. You're like, oh, this could be potentially a really, really cool experience because I watch this at home. I get to see this on the big screen now and you watch it. And like the second act is like flipped backwards. I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Get some real life break the break the fourth and fifth wall Nolan type shit. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> not that there is a fifth wall, but you get my fucking. All of point. a sudden, Leonardo DiCaprio shows up. You're in mm-hmm. a dream that's within a dream that's within my dream. So we're in like four dreams right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's like he's like really really sweaty, and he's like you're too old for me. Anyways, uh, he's like <laughs> sitting there spinning the top on his hand. <laughs> 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 so you you said you're not you said you're not gonna go see this you're not that i'm sure i'm sure you're not that interested in this um why is that do you do you feel like you got plenty enough out of tenant when you watched it that first time uh i barely remember that movie let's put it that way which is weird for a nolan movie for me um and uh i feel like i have too many other newer things around me right now sure that's fair. You know, you That's know, fair. like other other forms of media and things that I'm doing and intaking because time is precious, right? Time yeah. is precious. Yeah. I do want to go see some movies soon, though. So I well, might think about it. We're going to be next month. It. We got we got Madam Web coming out. We got to do a review for that. So Dude, it comes out on my birthday. <laughs> I know, dog. I know. Mm-hmm. We're going to go on a Valentine's date. <laughs> Shit. Say less. Say less. I mean, yeah, I, I, I. I that movie's either going to be really bad or it's going to be okay. <laughs> I mean, like the the movie to me was just above incredibly mid. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like just above it, like because it's Nolan, right? Obviously, it's going to yeah. be. It's, Nolan's never made a mid film in his fucking life. Oh, um, just uh, to say that my comment was about Madam Web. <laughs> oh no, for sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah but to, to, to get us back to Tenet, uh, I, I do, yeah. I do feel like the movie was not as great as I wanted it to be. Um, you know, it's John, right? John, John, John David uh, Washington. Yeah, yeah, he. Um, John I feel David like Johnson. sometimes, I God damn it! I feel like sometimes he gets his roles because of who his father is, you know. Um, maybe, he, maybe he's not a terrible actor, but sometimes his acting just like it feels like he's not really there. He he does kind of have a very interesting. Um, I don't know. He does. He doesn't seem to emote a lot. I feel mm-hmm. like like he doesn't emote a lot, and because of such, like he he kind of has. Actually, to be fair, too, I don't actually I don't think that's actually John David Washington. Hold on. Um, I, it is. It is. Is it? OK. Yeah, it is. Yeah. OK. Um, so it's the other guy. Was yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I say that after also watching The Creator, which I love yes. that movie. Yes. Right, but right, like he right. is that way in The Creator. Right. And yeah, I, I think I think I think I definitely wholeheartedly agree. I, I feel like every movie I've watched him in, he has a very interesting way that he that he 
takes in his characters that just feels like he, I don't know, it's it's hard to explain. It, it almost feels like he doesn't want to be over dramatic, so he pulls mm-hmm. back more. So he tries not to yeah. give too much, and it ends up feeling like it's not enough. It's like it's like maybe in theater someone told him he was putting in too much. You know what I mean? And it just like lingers in the back of his head all the time. You know. Okay, that's what it was. I couldn't I couldn't remember if it was John David Washington or uh, uh, Yaya Abdul Mateen. Mm-hmm. Black Black Manta. I get I get those two like sometimes confused in their movies because I'm like, wait, is it that guy who has like a skinnier face or the other guy? Because <laughs> they both now have beards, and so I see them and I'm like, fuck, which one are you? What? <laughs> that's racist or no? Okay, don't don't no 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 no. That is nowhere near what the fuck I'm going out here. Uh, although we might be talking about one or two of these guys again later on. Uh, Devin, we have one more little wave for the folks let's talk about a movie that will actually probably be really fucking cool henry cavill confirms highlander role and quote it's going to be a serious ride this is by russ berlingame over at comicbook.com henry cavill's highlander reboot is still happening the actor promises with a targeted 2026 release date cavill will have been attached to the film for five years before any bit anybody lays eyes on it But after a lengthy development, the star says he is getting ready to train for the new role. And if he's training for the role, Mm. (laughs) he won't be big boy. Mm. Speaking with comicbook.com in support of his new film, Argyle, Cavill teased that his take on the part will be, quote, a serious ride. This comes as he has been saying in other interviews that he started to work his workout routine to get into shape for the film. But beyond that, he's staying quiet. Quote, I'm just not going to answer that just yet, Cavill said when asked what to expect. Quote, there's a lot of work to be done yet on my part. It's going to be a serious ride. I'll tell you that much. Devin, 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 Devin. Holy shit, we're going to get Highlander and it's Henry Cavill? Are you fucking kidding me? Oh my god, dude, that's Why? so fucking rad, bro. Why is Henry Cavill just like perfect casting for like every role he goes into? He because he like putting him in any high fantasy role where in which he has to play the badass is perfect. It's fucking perfection. I mean, like, it, uh, dude, shot like any role he has to play a badass in, it fucking works. And he can be the bad badass, like he was in Mission Impossible, Shotgun Arms, or he can be a uh, good badass, um, and which we've seen in Superman, and, and he can be in between the two, as we've seen with Geralt. This man is a fucking gift from the deities above. I don't know how to explain enough to you people at home that Henry Cavill deserves better than what we give him. I want to climb that man like a tree and he's perfect. He's goddamn perfect. Devin. He is a modern day Greek God. Mm. Mm. I, I mean, and, and you where know, the and, lie? where the lie. And if it wasn't where for me it? wanting a like true to heart Mediterranean Hercules, I would say throw him in, throw him in. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Now, now, I mean, now here's the thing too. You know, though, you know who they're talking about having play Hercules though in the live action? I don't want. I don't want to fucking. You're, you're gonna hate it. 
I know. You're gonna I hate it, it so fucking much. Robert De Niro. He's playing every character in it. <laughs> <laughs> like Dr. Doolittle. <laughs> Have you met a fucker before? <laughs> He's like... <laughs> Listen. Listen. <laughs> let me tell you a story. Yeah. Look. Hey, look at me. Hey, hey. Look here. at me. Hey, look, hey at look, me. At me. look at me. Look at me. Look at me. I'm grandpa. I'm a bad grandpa. <laughs> I'm sorry, viewers. I'm sorry to our, to our listeners. You're missing out on a lot here, okay? Uh, Devin, Anyways, they're talking about Chris Pat. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ. I told you you'd hate it. Oh, God, I, I know. I really do fucking hate it. Uh, Devin, we grew up on Highlander. And yeah. Highlander was a, was a thing. Uh, we, we I mean, obviously, when we were young, Highlander was kind of coming Fest. out of its popularity. It was kind of like moving out of of where mm-hmm. it was. I do remember being super stoked as a kid seeing Highlander and then seeing him then that actor then being in Mortal Kombat. Um and it was so fucking dope. I think it was Armageddon. They moved him into into that into um Raiden mm-hmm. in Mortal Kombat or, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, Armageddon. And uh Highlander was one of those things that I've always felt in my life did not get enough love like it's a dope story you know what i mean go ahead i I don't know if you agree or not um i i agree it's a really cool story it's just about two motherfuckers who live forever who are always sword fighting it's fucking cool um you know what i can't wait to hear stories about after this movie has been out for a few months Mm. is how you're gonna talk about how every time you go over to your mom's house she's just gonna be watching highlander because she's in love with Henry Cavill, dude. It's... For what? And and here's the deal. I I don't think I don't know if my mom's quite fallen for Henry Cavill the way that she has like Hugh Jackman and uh and now uh, what's his face Reacher. Um, but but I, I a part it's of me Highlander. feels a part of me feel yeah because she she was watching Highlander all the time when I was fucking kid. A part of me feels like this is gonna be it. This is gonna yeah. be the one that gets her on the Henry Cavill train, yeah, <laughs> and that yeah. I'm gonna she's have. Gonna well, and then I'm going to have to start hearing bullshit from my mom about how she wants to have like a four way with all three of them or some like wild <laughs> shit. Really she says she says shit like this, dude. Like she she told she straight up told me the longest time ago that she went on a date with my stepdad. <laughs> she straight up told me this. And fucking be cool, chat. Be cool, listeners. OK, don't be going to my mom and be like, hey, Arnell told me this. Um. Which she she will own. She will own. <laughs> she has straight up told me verbatim. Me me and and, and Tom stepdad. Uh, we went to we went to we went to go see the X Men movie. Uh, what what's what's his name? And I was like Wolverine. And she goes yeah yeah that one. Uh, and we came home, and I fucked him, and I couldn't stop thinking of Hugh Jackman the whole time. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> What a story you just said. And she and she she said it with him right there. And he was like, wow, thanks. You didn't hold back on that one at all. Uh, Yeah, no, I know. Sorry, audio listeners. Sorry, audio listeners. Uh, I'm not sorry. Sorry, mom. I'm just out here putting her on blast. But listen, she'll fucking own it. No, she'll own it, dude. That's what I'm saying. She's like, yep, I did say that shit. I did say that shit. That's that's the way she's going to act about it. Um, Devin, that is the end. Of little waves, mm-hmm. my good sir. It felt good to be back to that. It felt yeah, good to be back. I will I, I will say little waves was great, but after that last story, mm. you're probably gonna have to protect your neck. <laughs> Why does because <laughs> your mom might put you at the gallows? <laughs> the gallows.
wasn't asking that. <laughs> Guys, today for the gallows, me and Devin are getting into the shits here that we need to get into all of you folks at home or with get into with not into <laughs> me and Devin are going to get into all of you folks at home uh, today. Devin and I, um, we're getting a chance to talk about something very important here because uh, unfortunately, arguably, fortunately, uh, we we have lost Kang the Conqueror in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Right. And that puts us in a very precarious position because we don't quite know what Marvel's going to do to either replace Kang the Conqueror or to move on from Kang the Conqueror. Uh, I mean, we 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 saw that Jonathan Majors, unfortunately, has, you know, been found guilty in a, in a case that uh, was ongoing for a little while there. And Disney fucking dropped the ban hammer on the guy. Um, like this pretty much the second the verdict came in it sort of fucking felt like i remember i feel like i saw i saw the news that they, they fucking dropped him as kang the conqueror before i saw the actual verdict that day uh but mm -hmm. it was same day it was almost same hour <laughs> and uh and it was wild but now we get to talk about who do we want to be the new King, the Conqueror. So Devin, let's just assume, let's just assume that they're going to continue on with King, right? Let's just make the assumption. We don't know if they're going to or not because they've talked about potentially not doing that. They've talked about just cutting the King storyline and just leaving it there. I don't want that. I don't know if you want that, but let's just assume that they do continue with King. Devin, let's rock it back and forth. My man, who is your first fan casting for King, the Conqueror? So first of all, I have to state, do not cut Kang out of the MCU. He's actually an important Please character. Please, God, don't. Please, God, don't. He's important don't. in so many ways, especially, like, with his relation. He, he is a descendant of the Fantastic Four's Reed mm. Richards. Mm. Uh, his name is Nathaniel Richards. Mm. There's also a variant of Kang called Iron Lad, who is a very important character, too, especially with us knowing that they're getting the Young Avengers together. They, In my opinion, they can't have the Young Avengers without Iron Lad. Um, right, right. So, um... Please, God Almighty, do not write him off. And I hope we continue to see him as a character even after the multiverse saga ends. Yes, that would be um, great. But my first casting I'm going to throw out there is my intended perfect casting of okay. King. Okay. And I'm going to go with one, John Boyega. Oh, he was one of mine too, dog. All right. I told you. So let's, I told you. So let's talk. All right. So listen, we we have John Boyega in a lot of shit. One, John Boyega is a fucking king. He's a goddamn mm -hmm. king. Can we just start off with that? John Boyega would go fucking off in any role that he plays. I fucking love the man mm -hmm. to death. But as Kang, Devin, as yeah. Kang, absolutely, yep. my dude. Why did you pick John Boyega? Uh, he is extremely charismatic. He can emote to fucking hell. Every role he's done out of Star Wars has been fucking top notch. Um, he, he he didn't get his chance to spread his wings in Star Wars. Mm. He openly has commented on that and how he was forced to be something that was originally not intended when he was pitched right. being this character in Star Wars. Right. He was supposed to be a fucking Jedi, you mm. know? Mm. like 
he 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 was done dirty. I feel like the only caveat to this is the fact that Disney is behind Marvel, and I know that he doesn't get along with Disney right now. Mm. He is he not does, he's not I mean? happy with him. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think I think somebody like Kevin Feige could approach him and change his mind, especially being involved in Marvel and to take on a very pinnacle role, a very like respected role mm. that needs shoes filled and and like i hate to say it but it, he could step into that role and everybody could be like this is what we could have had the whole time Dog. because we need somebody who can put on many different faces right mm. i feel like he's the guy he is the guy honestly i mean like he 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 does i don't know he he does a very uh very good job in like all of his roles of of playing i feel i feel like i want him to play in all the roles john david washington plays you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I feel, I feel like they they play a very similar character, but John Boyega gives us a little bit more heart, if you ask me. Um, but yeah, I mean, like it, it sucks because obviously we do know about his relationship with Disney. We do know he's kind of you know real salty about what they did to him and his character. Um, I I think that he would be fucking one, if not one of the best, the best like replacement for King. Like he I is my I, top. At this point, at this point, um, I will say, actually, uh, that my uh, number one was going to actually be Yahya Abdul-Mateen II, um, as we talked about earlier. Uh, He is our uh, current Black Manta in the DCEU, um, and he, I feel, has not just the look for the role but i feel like after seeing him in not just aquaman but also Candyman, excuse me uh also seeing him in ambulance which although devin <laughs> devin deems that movie to be garbage uh even though he did not see it i actually kind of enjoyed the goddamn movie even though devin's looked, not it wrong looked like it's a actually trash fire <laughs> from the trailers and it got rated as a trash fire from uh critics, not, so. not quite a trash fire was it a it didn't get rated as a trash it was like fire. a d plus maybe like <laughs> a maybe like a like a field fire <laughs> You know I mean? So it's like, worse than the trash fire, is what you're saying. No, dude, tra- trash fires are infinitely worse. That's like the the lowest tier type of like fire. You know what I mean? I think the lowest tier of type of fire is a forest fire. Only <laughs> you can prove <laughs> Okay, I fucking hated that. I hated that a lot. Um, <laughs> Sweet Jesus Christ. Uh, (laughs) So here uh, to kind of pull up a picture for the folks at home in case they do not know what this um, very wonderfully wonderful looking man looks like here. Uh, (sighs) Yaya Abdul Mateen, ladies and gentlemen, Uh, just just look at the snack of a human being. You know what I'm saying? But also look at this person and think, what would he look like as King of the Conqueror? I and I would argue he pretty much is Kang the Conqueror. Because um, mm-hmm. the one thing that I feel like John Boyega does not have over Yaya is Yaya has the beard. And it always looks good. It always looks mm-hmm. good. I've yet to see John Boyega in a beard that I was like, that looks like a real beard. You know what I'm saying? That Kang didn't real... have a beard, though, did he? No. No, but I, but I want, I want a, a bearded Kang. You know what I'm saying? I want a bearded Kang. They, uh, and you know what? Actually, I don't know if that's wholeheartedly true. I think he did have a, a beard momentarily. Let's find out. Let's find out. 
King, the Conqueror, Jonathan. It's gonna be a whole bunch of bullshit about. He did not. There we go. He did not. Um, but I would like to see that. I would like to see disgruntled version of Kang the Conqueror uh, putting in there. Oh, Jesus Christ. These fucking <laughs> pictures are terrible. Obnoxious. Uh, Devin, your second fan casting for Kang the Conqueror now. My second fan casting for Kang the Conqueror is actually mm-hmm. Coleman Domingo. Oh, okay. So a little background here. I fucking love this man. Um, so Coleman Domingo is uh, a, a, a very important character in uh, Euphoria. And as you and I both know, I fucking love that show. Um, but mm. he um, is actually currently, from what I understand so far, is is the person that's they're most leaning towards taking over as Kang mm-hmm. from what I understand. But why do you put him there? I just think he would fit the role really well. He's a very, um, he's a very experienced uh, actor. He's proven his chops in many different types of roles. He's done everything from drama to horror, to action, to, to even uh, just voice acting too he was the voice of unicron in Mm. rise of the beast Mm. as well it was so So good so good he that movie like actually unexpectedly like was way better than i thought it was going to be who would have thought jesus christ yeah can't wait for the the sequel to that um a tale of two kingster Jordan. I, I saw that from fucking Jag and then I was like, fucking stop, dude. <laughs> Honestly, though, it's like, why not? Um, <laughs> mm, mm, mm. yeah, yeah, that could be like a short, like hang short. <laughs> what, what if, <laughs> yeah, what well, if you know how they did all kings? those like 10 minute shorts with uh Thor, like Chris Hemsworth's Thor, or like Groot, the Groot shorts, yeah. <laughs> no, no, the the Chris Hem- the Thor shorts are way better. Way, way better. Funnier. Yeah, no, 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 yeah. for sure. They have way more going on too. Yeah. But um yeah, I just <laughs> I just think uh Coleman would just be an awesome pick. He I, I feel like he would kill it. Um it's like you know, like when Jonathan Major Majors like gets angry and like yells. Sometimes it it just seems like he's spitting out his mouth. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. Where I feel like Coleman could enact a sort of fear, like an intelligent fear. He gives Kang. that, right? He really, really yeah. does. Because he, even in his character in Euphoria, like he kind of plays this sort of uh, mm-hmm. very like passive fatherly role um, to Rue, um, our uh, main character in Euphoria, and uh, and he he plays as this person that like is definitely like you know very broken, and like you can tell that he's wise he's wise because of his experiences. I I w- would love to see him in a role in which he's the low key like mad guy who's extremely intelligent, which is what the that's the king that they're giving us, right? Um, yeah, yeah, dude, I agree. I think he would I absolutely he kill would that kill role. It. Yeah, I think he would kill it. Um, and I, I, like I said, he's been in so many different kinds of roles. He's been everything from a pastor to a, a villain to fucking Unicron. You know, he's, mm. he's in, he's in 109 episodes of Fear the Walking Dead. Like, mm. come on. Mm. Like he, he's the backbone of that show. 
He's so, fucking good. He's fucking good yeah, at it too, man. I, tell you what. Yeah. I I I think I think he would be great. I think he would be great. Um, well, Devin, my next fan casting for this character is going to be the hit actor, John Lake Wazama. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, although that would be pretty funny if they just completely changed the character. <laughs> just completely changed. And it's now the guy who plays the violator in Spawn. <laughs> Anyways, uh, <laughs> my actual choice, and DJ might actually be super into this. Uh, I think that this is one that I would be okay with taking or leaving. Um, I think that he, if given the opportunity, would be phenomenal in the role because this this dude has been like showing his chops since fucking day one. You know what I'm saying? He's been fucking killing this shit for a minute. Um, and I think that if given the opportunity to play Kang, could actually play a really, really interesting take on Kang that I don't think would be the same. Um, the same king that we've got with Jonathan Majors, I think it would be it would be different for sure. Um, but I want to potentially put in Lakeith Stanfield mm. as King of the Conqueror. Uh, you know, I, I was looking at him. I feel like and and take take this however you will, I feel like his eyes are too sad to be king. And you know what? And that that's a part of where I was kind of like, he he gives he doesn't quite give bad guy enough you know what i mean like for like for sure i definitely agree he he doesn't quite give villain but i think under the right circumstances that could potentially work to his benefit um and i'm trying i'm trying to find a decent picture of a keith stanfield here to show our viewers on youtube um i can suppose I, <laughs> I can show his most um most <laughs> seminal role so far in hollywood and that was his uh his role in um, <laughs> hold on, I gotta, I gotta open this. Um, his role in the hit Jordan Peele movie, <laughs> Get Out, <laughs> where he he's trying to tell him to quote unquote get out <laughs> in, in the most uh um painstaking look at scene his eyes. He just looks movie. too sad. I know, dude. Well, and, and, and his face is really narrow. He would have to get jacked, like. Well, I mean, I think it's possible. I mean, because because th this yeah. is the Lakeith that I feel is the most suited for King. This Lakeith right here. I think that this is this version Yo, of Lakeith. That movie, that movie that that is that movie is so fucking good. Uncut Gems. Yeah, I know. Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah, that movie, movie is, is fucking, so fucking. fucking amazing that yeah. goddamn movie uh but uh -huh. see i look at this and then i say fuck he might be a good king he might be a good king but we'll see i i think i think i think that would be i, I think i think you're gonna get my third fan casting and i think you're gonna be like oh wait never mind okay all right devin all right devin what do you what do you got doggy dog what do you there's got a, there's an, there's the only reason why this is number three is because he's actually already been involved in a marvel property granted it was years oh, ago okay okay and um that would be Mustafa Shakir. Who, and the reason why he's number three for me okay. is because he already played Bushmaster in Luke Cage. He and that is now did. canon to the MCU. It so, is. But I feel like Mustafa would be a fucking great choice. I loved him as Jet Black in mm -hmm. uh, fucking Cowboy Bebop. 
and um he he actually like his worst rated thing that he's been in <laughs> is a movie called assassin <laughs> but like jesus christ i i was but he he's been in american gods he was bushmaster and luke cage and he did really good on that he was he was a perfect jet black like literally perfect jet black mm -hmm. um I, the I best was... part of the live action if you ask me yeah the only good part of the live action uh <laughs> only there were some good parts to live action. there really were, we're not they did get... a lot of things right in that show to set it up for a really good season two but like it just wasn't good enough to stick around yeah, for yeah that's fair um yeah i mean this guy's bushmaster was incredible um mm -hmm. honestly he was a very fucking good bushmaster um i will say I don't think it's far fetched. Um, I mean, it's not the first time that we've had an, an actor play multiple characters in the MCU. Um, even though we talk about how much we don't particularly enjoy when they do that, um, it it does work to an extent. Uh, just depending on you know outfit changes, makeup changes, things like that, they could do it. Because I mean, like even having what's her face in in Eternals, also Gemma Chan, um, Gemma Chan, excuse me. Uh, playing also one of the aliens and guardians like things like that can like work out because it's such a drastic change you can't like tell that it's at all the same person right um even though bushmaster technically is canon now i don't necessarily see it being far-fetched that they could still make use of him you know what i mean so i do i do i do say that i wholeheartedly yeah. agree i think that they could pull it off and he would actually do phenomenal in that role like i yeah. wholeheartedly agree with that um yeah, i feel like him and coleman specifically could could be really scary as king and i feel like i need scary as king mm -hmm. you know what i mean mm -hmm. uh boyega was my first pick just because of of how charismatic and how much he can emote to be other characters but i right. feel like i feel like at this point in the multiverse saga we need scary king we need we need some stakes. We need some things to happen. You need stakes like Wagyu or fuck shit. I'm hungry now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Devin, my final um, fan casting that I will put for our boy Kang, if you will, um, is uh, Leslie Odom Jr. Uh, is who I want to put on here. Leslie um, Odom Jr. Leslie Odom Jr. was uh, most recently the new Exorcist movie. Um, not a good movie. Uh, and the Glass Onion movie. Uh, he was in there. Oh, he's yeah. been in a couple other like sort of like smaller roles. He's an, he's an actor that oh, I he's feel in like Hamilton. He he is in Hamilton. He's in the Murder on the Orient Express. Um, he's he's done a few a few roles that. Uh, I feel like he's on his way up. He's on his way there. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah, he's he's, yeah. he's kind of he's building he's his young way in up. his career. He's exactly. His career. Exactly. Uh, I do. I do feel like he based on those roles that he's played, he he is my last choice um, because he kind of has some similar tidings with John David Washington. Um, but mm -hmm. I feel like he gives he gives a little bit more in the direction of the character that i feel like john david washington is trying to play you know what i mean i feel like leslie odom actually plays <laughs> if, if that makes sense because i because every time that i see john david washington movie i feel like he's trying to be that like i don't know 
war-torn, quiet, humble, soft-spoken guy who's just caught up in the mix and doesn't like he doesn't give that to me in hardly anything except for maybe the creator um did i actually believe that that was the case uh mm-hmm. leslie odom jr i feel like plays that perfectly in anything in any role that he ever plays is like the, the humble soft-spoken guy and because that that side of king i think is one that i feel like we could could work really well with a king that is slowly kind of like losing control of the situation. I feel like that this would be a really, really cool take on a king that we could potentially get in the future as we see him build uh, more and more into like the role of the mad conqueror a little bit um, while also still playing as just one of the potential Kang variants. Um, he could be one of the not bad guy Kang variants, you know, which we've seen one of so far. Um, It'd be, it would be interesting to take, I say. You know, spoiler alert, <laughs> all of these could, actors could end all up playing the part. All of them could fucking Yeah. Uh, which, which they could easily do. We know that they've shown variants already of completely different people mm-hmm. playing characters. So it, it's, it's not impossible. Um, but yeah, I, I, I like a lot of these choices. I do. I like a lot of these choices. Now, Devin, do you so one of one of the reasons why Kang has looked their their plan for Kang to be the same across all the multiverses is because he's what they call, you know, the same thing that Scarlet Witch is is a, a Nexus being? A Nexus no, being. So I thought a Nexus being was supposed that there's only one that's supposed to exist in all of the Well, universes. that's what it well, that's what it originally was, but then they changed that in Multiverse of Madness. So Scarlet, oh, Scarlet so Witch the was the same person. It's the it. same person exactly in every multiverse. And so that okay. and that, you know, showed that Loki is not a Nexus being. You know, he's just a god yeah. and he just so happens to, you know, have the same relative thing. But but Loki now <laughs> he's a lot more than that. Dude, <laughs> I, I was going to say Tom Hiddleston is the best part of the MCU right now. One hundred percent. Absolutely. One hundred percent. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that that would make that would make more sense. That would make more sense. But then we have America Chavez, who is there is only one of her. As far as she knows, she's only seen one yeah. herself in the mirror. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Um, yeah. I mean, like, who, who knows? I mean, like future, future, future mm-hmm. stuff. Who, who knows what that could potentially mean? Um, mm-hmm. it, it is interesting to see how they play those out. I mean, they, they could be that we were just understanding that they were Nexus beings originally, and now Nexus being actually means something differently in the future. Um, yeah. Who knows? But my question to you, Devin, here is just very briefly before I, we wrap things up. How do you think they're going? Do you think they're going to write in a reason that King looks different or they're just going to drop it like they did Rhodey? I think they're just going to drop it. OK, I don't I, I don't think they need to explain it at all. Or or actually, the the best way for the setup is the fact that with the way that Loki ended in season two, like straight up. Yeah, completely yeah. changes the timelines. So, yeah, he's different. Yeah. OK. And allows all the the multiverses to exist. OK, I, I think okay. I think that is the the best way to like to implement that like straight up. It'd be interesting to see. I, I, and I'm, I feel like they did that on purpose. To tell you the truth, I don't know if they did it to to future proof Jonathan Majors, but um, 
Which one? Well, they did a lot of reshoots and stuff like that when all this started happening. Oh, they did. But they, didn't, they didn't. They didn't take him out. Obviously, uh, I mean, like he was still in. The it was show. a part of the story. You know, it was part of the story. They had to. What do you mean? He's in. He's in the entire season. I'm. I. That's what I'm saying. King is a part of the story. That's why they didn't take. Oh, him out. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. 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 Um, which one of those directions do you prefer? Would you prefer if they just just moved on and just kept it? Like, just move on. Don't say anything about on. it. Yeah. They did him. it with Edward Norton. <laughs> You know, they did it with Rhodey. Just move on. They hella did it with Edward Norton, dog. They hella did it with him. Yeah. That was and, crazy, and for dude. the fucking better, too. Well, they and they did it this like such a drastic change that when fucking Ross came around, I was like, oh shit, he's still him. Yeah. <laughs> you remember that when we first saw him yeah. pop back up? We're like, oh fuck, Hulk is canon. <laughs> yep, yep. I know it actually caught me by surprise. And then like it wasn't until like the last like few years that everybody finally admitted they're like, oh yeah, Hulk was the first MCU movie. Who would have thought? Like it didn't feel yeah. like it. It certainly didn't fucking feel like it, man. <laughs> God no, damn. No, it did not. Ugh, yikes. Big fucking yikes. Well, Devin, uh, it's mm. it's cool. It's cool to dink around with these conversations with you because it's it's uh it's fun to kind of like see what we could potentially be doing in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But uh in the meantime, until that time comes, until we get our new king, we have our schedule for next week. On Tuesday, everybody, for the Good Cracking Podcast, we're gonna be talking what Microsoft's layoffs mean for gaming. That's right, Microsoft did fucking terrible 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 fucking thing and laid off 1900 fucking game focused employees the gaming department of microsoft and uh it's one of the biggest layoffs in video game history uh so we're going to be talking about what that could potentially mean for the games industry um and put our thoughts on those layoffs there on Thursday, we have another shipwreck show, uh, as you guys know and can partake in. If you are in our Discord and you are a subscriber to our Twitch channel, you have access to our shipwreck submissions channel um, in our Discord, where you can write in any question you want us to answer live on the shipwreck show, and we will answer it to the best and worst of our abilities, um, as long as you think it'll make good content. So thank you guys. Uh, please go ahead and jump in on there. On Friday, we have another Splash Damage gameplay stream. And this week, me and Garrick are getting into the brand new Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. A game that Devin refuses to play. Refuses. It's not that I refuse to play. It's no, he's I refusing to play. Se- I don't want to spend $70 on that game. Devin refuses to play it. <laughs> I don't want to buy that game. I that's all that it is. Will I play it? Probably, but like it it just it looks like a fucking mess and I want a demo before I spend money on it. So the only way Devin will play that game is if you guys support us by subscribing to your uh, on Yeah, yeah, get us get us 100 show. sub points and then I'll play the game. <laughs> <laughs> But hang out with me and Garrick for that on Friday night. Uh, that's going to be 7 p.m. Pacific time. And then Saturday, we have another Good Kraken podcast where we're actually going to be making the Gallows, our headlining segment, uh, tentative for now. There is uh, some stuff that's going on in the Hollywood area. Uh, we're going to kind of keep our eyes and ears open this weekend, and we'll have a topic for you guys by Monday when Garrick so posts up. Squad's going to be a bad game. What was that? Huh? Hmm? Oh, I wasn't <laughs> muted. Well, he, was, he, was, he, was talk, he was talking shit and the game's not even out yet. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. These guys. What what's what game are you excited for, Devin? 
what game am I excited for right now? Um, mm, probably. Uh, well, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. That's a given. Bad game. Bad game. Um, <laughs> Wait, fuck. No, you weren't supposed to say that. First. <laughs> that's not fair. Fucker. I can't. I can't talk shit about that game. I'm gonna buy that game. <laughs> um, and uh, the other one is uh, definitely the Paper Mario Thousand Year. Oh, bad remake. game for sure. Bad game. Yeah, bad game. <laughs> Objectively bad game. <laughs> terrible bad terrible game. fucking game. Guys, please let us know who you all are fan casting as the brand new King, the Conqueror of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, let us know down below. Let us know on Twitter. Let us know in our Discord. We want to hear from all of you. This has been. The Good Kraken Podcast, your choice for all the nerdy video game and pop media news, reviews, and discussions that you wanted to hear live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. and Saturdays at 12 p.m. right here at twitch.tv slash Show. If you're on this wave, you can head on over to our Discord channel where you can submit questions and topics to the show, get exclusive content, and soon have early access to episodes before they go live on podcast and video services across the digital See emotional damage. Okay. Uh <laughs> also did you did you turn your soundboard down like a lot? Because it's like no. way quiet nowadays. Some of some of them are quiet. Some of them, okay. some of them are right, not. Fair enough, fair enough. Because you know, I could be like Bitch, you guessed it. Oh, gotcha. Okay. That's <laughs> full volume right there. That's that's for sure. Uh, you can also support us by going to our YouTube channel, clicking that beautiful bell and big red button, or by subscribing to our podcast channel by searching Good Kraken with an exclamation mark and leaving a review there. We have to get going, everybody. But until next time, my friends, be good to each other. Sticking at your gap for the Rizzler. <laughs> <laughs>